I'm Dr. Mandy Weeks, and you're listening to the Behind the Brace podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing conversations and resources to help families and providers navigate the world of scoliosis. This is your place to find hope for a better solution so that you can live your best life. Hello and welcome back. This week we are talking about a specific type of spinal disorder. And so I want to talk about kyphosis and kyphoscoliosis. And those are really big words. Sometimes people are like, what in the world is that? So the providers that are listening to this have probably heard about this and know what it is. For the parents here in the room listening, um, essentially what this is, is we talk about scoliosis and it's side to side curvature and everybody looks for like unevening of the shoulder blades. This is something where you would notice that your child can't stand up straight. So I'm not talking about they slouch or, you know, come down in a chair and aren't sitting appropriately. It's more of that they can't actually stand up or sit up straight where their shoulders are coming forward, their head is coming forward and they have like a curve in their spine. So not like it would normally show up, but from front to back. Um, And so this is at least uncommon as far as what I see in my office. Most of the time we're dealing with scoliosis and that side to side curvature versus the front to back where they're completely hunched over. Um, However, it's actually prevalent and it's there. And um, oftentimes what I have seen is that Sometimes it's there and we've just missed it. And that's why I wanted to talk about it a little bit today, because it's kind of the one um, that gets left out from what I've experienced, Um, because sometimes what will happen is it'll actually present that there's a smaller curvature in the low back. And so... Sometimes parents or teachers or whoever will notice that there's something not quite right and they'll go into their provider and they'll take an x-ray and then they'll say, well, there's a small curve in their low back, but it's not really bad. And so we'll just kind of watch it and see what happens, except they don't always take an x-ray from the side and they don't always look at the curve in their upper back from the other direction. And so I've had, you know, a handful of, of patients that come in that have been dealing and handling um, care for what they have been diagnosed as a scoliosis, and they may have a curve in their low back, but really the primary issue is, is that they have too big of a curve in their upper back. And so what that looks like is, is that, you know, you know, oftentimes parents have said, well, I just keep telling them to stand up straight. I thought that they just were slouching or that they couldn't, you know, that they weren't standing up or sitting up straight. In reality, it was that they they couldn't do that. Um, and nobody saw that on the x-ray or maybe the x-ray wasn't even taken. And so this can happen in two different ways. Like you can have where that curve in their upper back is is too large and that can be by them by itself or it can be in the presence of also a scoliosis. So it's something that 
doesn't always get checked, doesn't always get looked at, um, but it can be just as significant of a problem. Um, I've had a, a few cases that have ended up having to have surgery for this, um, and it's different than a scoliosis surgery, obviously, because it's addressing a different problem. Um, but it's just as important to to look at. Um, a lot of times there can be underlying reasons why they can have um a kyphosis is what it's called, um, is where that upper back, that thoracic spine has too big of a curve in it. Um, essentially, the bones in the spine are kind of like toppling on top of one another. Um, and you see that the top of their shoulders are coming forward, their head is coming forward. Um, it's a little tricky to describe in a way that makes sense. Um, over a recording without showing you pictures. So um, potentially what I'll do is I'll we'll throw some pictures up under the podcast too so that you can see exactly what I'm I'm talking about so that you can get a, a visual of it. Um, but essentially it can be in conjunction with the scoliosis or it could be on its own. And so then what do we do about that? Because that wasn't something that we talked a whole lot about um, at the beginning of this. Um, and so there's different things that you can do. So there's same as a scoliosis, you can use different traction devices that we can prescribe for your specific case that can be really helpful. Um, again, similar to scoliosis, it depends on the severity. So if there's a little, you know, a smaller problem, then we can address that more conservatively with different things like from the functional perspective, you know, adjustments, um, structural perspective, different types of traction that you can do at home that can be really helpful. Um, if it's to the point where it's progressed um, past a certain point um, and it's more of a significant problem, then that's something that um, a brace is warranted. And it's a little bit different as far as how the brace functions, obviously, because it's for a different type of problem. However, the brace is done exactly the same. We use 3D scans, we use x-rays, we use posture images. Um, we assess, you know, how flexible is the spine if the if the spine is really stiff and rigid. Um, for example, I've had some older patients come in who are in their 40s, 50s, 60s that have this issue. Um, and I'm sure when everybody's listening, sometimes we think about that, like the older population, sometimes they have that, you know, kind of hunched over appearance. And so we kind of associate that with older patients and older people. Um, and however, that's the same problem that younger people have in this same diagnosis. Um, so that's where we really want to get ahead of this, because if they're having that problem when they're young and it's it's not addressed, then as they age and get older, that problem just um, completely gets out of control to a point where sometimes they have trouble just with normal daily function. So it's very important that if that's something that's of concern, that it's addressed appropriately. Um, going back to the brace though, so I say like in an older patient where it's been there for 20, 30, 40 years, sometimes we'll have less flexibility. And so it takes a little bit longer to, um, implement some of the strategies or even, you know, a brace could still be appropriate. Um, it's just figuring out what the best method is to move forward, um, in, adolescents in kids that are in high school, if they're having that problem, that's where based on the severity, you know, definitely traction can be appropriate. And oftentimes a brace would be appropriate as well. And so we tailor that brace 
to the needs of the patient, their age and their history and what they have going on. Um, So it's probably something that you don't hear about as much, but it's something that's just as important, if not more important, um, and something to make sure that, you know, if you feel like as a parent, if you are seeing things in your child that doesn't quite make sense or some of the families that I've talked to where they say like, gosh, why can't he stand up straight? You know, what's going on with his posture? Like, just sit up straight. Just, you know, put your shoulders back and and they're struggling with that. That should be something that you have checked out because it may not just be they're choosing to not stand up or sit up straight. It could be something that's more of a bigger problem. Um, and whether that's a structural problem that needs addressed through more advanced interventions, or if it's more of a functional problem that could be addressed through things like physical therapy and chiropractic adjustments and things like that, or a combination of all of them, um, we'll just determine on the full exam and assessment. So um, we'll link some information so that you can see what I'm talking about, um, because this is something that's less commonly talked about that's not necessarily addressed in schools or conversation. Um, And it's something that I've been seeing that's been quite often missed um, more regularly than than it should be. So um, hopefully that gives you a little bit of information on something that you may not have heard of before. Um, And like I said, we'll put some more information on that. If you want to connect with us, if you feel like a child or somebody you know is having a concern with that, um, oftentimes we can even just do a consult or um, we can have you send some information through uh, email or pictures where we can say like, yep, this is appropriate to check out or no, it's not. It could at least ease some concerns if you feel like that's something that's necessary. Um, So you can find that information to connect with us on our website. It's behindthebrace.com. And as always, you can reach out, out to us through our email, our Facebook, and we are more than happy to help. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Thanks for spending time with me today. If you could leave a review before you go, that would help us reach more people that need this message. To learn more about the services and resources that we have available, visit us at BehindTheBrace.com. This show is produced by Rayma Team Media. To learn more about how they can help you with your podcast, visit RaymaTeam.com.